This is episode 259, Transforming Shame into Service with Melissa. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for everyone who is leaving your ratings and reviews on iTunes. So, 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 so appreciate it. Head on over there if you haven't done it already. Give this show some stars, preferably five. And if you have time to leave a review, that means a lot to me as well have another great coaching episode for you today. There seems to be a theme. This last week's episode, I was working with a health coach and this week's episode, I'm working with a health coach. And I think one of the reason that so many people are being called into health coaching piggybacks on what I was saying in uh, Saturday's Coach's Corner about how we are in, you could call it a health crisis or health awakening. One of the things, one of the many things that is coming out of 2020 is realizing how unhealthy we are. We, especially in America, obesity is such a massive problem that leads to type two diabetes and incredible hypertension, which are two of the biggest comorbidity factors for COVID-19. And this is a wake-up call. This is a wake-up call for all of us to be more healthy and to help others be more healthy as well. So I love that more and more people are moving into health coaching. That's incredible, incredible. And speaking of coaching, I actually have two spots which happens rarely. (laughs) I have two spots just completed with two clients open for my one-on-one coaching. So if you have gone as far as you can go on your own, if you've tried lots of therapists and coaches and you feel like us working together could be the next step in your journey to really catapult you where you want to go, you know, I only work with eight clients a year. You get a lot of one-on-one attention from me, personal cell phone, boxer, WhatsApp, a lot of attention and we go deep and high. <laughs> and what I mean by that is it's not just about processing stuff. It's really about stepping into who you truly are. And I think for so many of you, 2020 has been, to use this term again, a wake up call. You've been questioning what is my purpose? Why am I here? How do I navigate through this uncertainty? And maybe an ally and a guide would be helpful at this time. I feel very grateful to be at this point in my life where I'm blessed to be someone who is more in the helping role than the struggling role. And the work that I do with my one-on-one clients, I know has incredible ripple effects on everyone in their life and everyone that they touch. So it's something that I value very deeply. I love and adore all my one-on-one clients. They often move on to work with us at our events and volunteer. One of my previous one-on-one clients is now the social media and community manager for our personal mastery group. So you definitely stay in my soul family for a lifetime. If you're interested in learning more, it is a big time and financial commitment. Again, since I only work with eight people a year, 
you can email jill at christinehassler.com and she can set up a call with you to talk about it. And one more thing, as you may have heard, I'm giving away $5,000 this month in personal development scholarships. So we already announced the first four. I'll be announcing the next four probably tomorrow. It depends on when you hear this podcast. If you want to sign up for a gift, so we're taking many, many applications and we are choosing people that really have had, really been impacted hard by everything that's going on this year and are so committed to personal development and really want to invest in therapy or a training or some kind of healing modality and just feel like money is so tight. So I'm giving away, um, I'll be announcing three more $500 gifts. It will be on Thursday, August 27th at around 6.45 p.m. I'll be announcing three more of those. And again, if you want to apply, just go to christinehassler.com slash grant. And these are tax-free gifts. You don't have to declare income. They're simply a gift from me to you to help you through these times. Now, as you're listening to this coaching call with Melissa, consider, do you think that you have to be perfect or at a certain point before you really go after your dreams and what you want? Do you carry around shame? Shame about maybe a physical characteristic you have or just simply something about you that you think is wrong or not enough? Do you feel a calling to do something, be it starting a business or applying for a new job or putting yourself out there in the dating world, but you just feel too scared to do it? You're so afraid of judgment. And finally, has shame robbed you of feeling a sense of belonging and feeling like you can really go after what you want? And are you sick and tired of letting shame rob you of what you truly deeply desire? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching session with Melissa. Melissa, welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi, Christine. So my question has to do with my self-confidence issues. I've had, so I've struggled with my confidence for like as long as I could remember. I have like a really hard time like speaking up, especially like in group settings and just like talking to new people. But I feel like I'm at the part of my journey where I'm ready to start coaching others and starting my health coach business. So I need to start like getting out there and like talking to new people, but I just still find it hard to do that still. Yeah. Well, this is very similar to the episode we had last week. Did you happen to catch that episode? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And what'd you learn from that? We talked a lot about rejection. Mm-hmm. I learned what it that I'd have to go all the way back to the inner child. And I actually, I did attend your, your inner child that you did workshop yeah. that you did in yeah. June. Yeah. And it was so powerful for me. I think the second day was when we did that first exercise. I felt like I, I really connected to my five-year-old self mm-hmm. and, and it was beautiful. And I even cried and like, I rarely cry, mm. but the second exercise, I tried to connect to my 12-year-old self. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was like, she kind of didn't want to talk to me or she was like upset with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's around when I can remember that I started feeling different than like the other people around me. Like I was really small for my size and um, that's when I started getting acne. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that having acne was like a big thing for 
mm. my confidence. Mm. And what did you mm. make? And I, I'm, I remember you from inner child. I remember coaching you mm-hmm. and I, that's beautiful that you connected to that. So maybe this isn't so much about rejection for you. Maybe this is more about shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which is also a doozy <laughs> and rejection and shame often go together. So with the acne that you had, what did you make that mean about you? Well, at one point in my life, I thought I was going to have acne, you know, forever, and I might as well just get used to it. Mm-hmm. But since I just recently, I started doing a lot of lifestyle and diet changes. My acne is a lot better now. It's not like before, like, but, you know, sometimes I still feel like I'm not, you know, totally healed yet. And I get in my head and I'm like, am I ready to start coaching other people? And Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think you have to be totally healed before you can start coaching other people? Well, no. There's a part of you that believes that. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what if it wasn't totally about that? I get that that's a big part of it. But what else do you think when you really stop and you tune in? You're a coach, so that means that you have beautiful tools of awareness and you have a strong intuition. When you close your eyes and you check in, What do you think is really stopping you? I think being judged sometimes. Mm -hmm. What happens if you're judged? People might not want to work with me. Mm. And what would they judge you for? Mm. Maybe not knowing enough or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, (laughs) Well, it's important that we unpack a lot of our beliefs because when we actually start to unpack a lot of our beliefs, we realize they don't have much merit. Mm -hmm. They're these things that we choose to buy into that are usually from old stuff. And when we unpack them, it's kind of like, well, I don't know that that's really true. And anybody that judges me, I don't know that I'd want to work with them anyway. Like if someone judged you and, and let's just use the acne example and saw you and and looked at all the things that maybe you put out on your blog or Instagram, read about your health story, and then said, oh, she has a few pimples. I'm not going to work with her. Would you want to work with that person? Does Mm -hmm. that person feel like the ideal client for you? No, not at all. Right. So sometimes whenever we're quote unquote, putting ourselves out there, we are giving other people way too much power. And we do this in a lot of ways in our life. And we don't think clearly about how, even though we're being of service and the same could apply to dating or applying for a job, we put ourselves in the pick me, pick me, choose me, less empowering role versus Mm -hmm. really putting ourselves in a role of, I have gifts to share. I have a purpose to live into. I have information to spread. And I'm looking for my ideal client. I'm looking for the people who will be a good fit, who we can really do deep work together. Do you see how you're giving your power away to potential clients that you probably don't even want? Mm-hmm. So yeah. let, let's look at that a little bit. Where else have you outsourced your self-worth? Like in your life, where has it been a pattern to give people more power over you than you should? Um, I think in my dating life also. How so? 
I've been single for a while now, probably like almost five years. But my last relationship, I felt like he didn't treat me the way that I should have been treated. But I still was too blind to see that. And I was still trying and trying. And I gave away a lot of my power. Yeah. Yeah. I gave away a lot of my power because? Because I thought that's all I deserved Mm. back then. Mm. And why do you think that you thought that was all you deserved? I don't think I really loved myself or was taking care of myself Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Right. And you also were looking to someone else to fulfill you. And when we outsource our self-worth or self-love or self-validation, we usually pick people that really can't do it. Because if we have low self-worth, aren't validating ourselves, aren't really seeing ourselves, then it's impossible to draw someone in, be it a client or business opportunity or a friend or a romantic relationship that can do that for us because there's not an energetic match. So wherever we have deficit, we attract more deficit. We sort of attract where we are. So that makes perfect sense. So this is so important, Melissa, and I'm so glad we're talking about this, that you start to shift this because if you're going into building a coaching practice with a less than, people aren't going to think that I'm completely credible because I'm not totally healed, then one, you're probably not going to attract a ton of clients because vibrationally you don't think you're good enough, but also any clients that you will attract, they probably won't have a lot of success no matter how hard you work because they're going to mirror your belief that they're not enough. Did -hmm. you follow both those things? Yeah. Yeah. So as a coach, and let's not look too much to childhood and past this time. Let's really look at the now in the future. Cause you did the inner child workshop last week's episode was a lot about childhood and working with that inner child and getting over the rejection. So let's really stay in the present and look to the future. And as a coach, how do you think you can work with yourself through this? I think just reminding myself every morning and, you know, sticking to my morning ritual, mm-hmm. then I feel like I haven't um, really been doing that. And I know even after the workshop, I I really wanted to stay consistent with um, connecting with my inner child on a daily basis, but felt like that was difficult for me to do every day. Mm -hmm. Well, even if you just put a picture of her on your mirror and when you brush your teeth or you put some lip gloss on, you talk to her. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be massive. It just has to be consistent. So I think that's a big thing. Consistency is a big thing. And the other thing is doing something on a daily basis that puts you, because confidence is two things. One is radical self-acceptance. It's radical self-acceptance. It's not wanting perfection. It's not thinking we need to be a certain way. It's that self-love aspect of acceptance. I accept where I am and who I am. I accept that I'm not totally healed. I'm still working through some things. I still have some skin stuff that I'm dealing with and I'm willing to be seen. P.S. I think that when you fully step into, I'm willing to be seen as I am right now, that a lot of the acne will clear up as well because we tend to, we have, the body has 
interesting ways of helping us hide. Some people hide through weight, some people hide through acne, some people hide through whatever. And I'm sure that part of it, as you said, is diet and lifestyle, but perhaps another piece is taking off the mask and allowing yourself to be seen without the expectation of being perfect. So it's getting into that that vibration, that feeling every day and doing something that reinforces that. Because as I was saying, confidence is two things. One, that radical self-acceptance and then just doing it. I'm way more confident as a coach than I was in 2004 because I've done it pretty much every day for 16 years. And when I was building my business, what made me confident was seeing person after person, writing a newsletter every week, writing my blog, writing my book, just doing the things that kept me in the energy of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So how much time are you spending like living into your purpose and living into your mission and really doing things that put you in that energetic of being a health coach? I don't think enough time that I, I should be. Well, this isn't about shoulding, right? Because we, we, again, back to shame. There's no shame here. You're not doing anything wrong. How about I'm not spending as enough time as I want to be? Don't you want to be spending more time living into your dream? Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't about should. You know, I've been writing a book now for four years and I'm hardly even a quarter of the way finished with it. And every time I think I should do it, do you know how much I want to do it? About 0%. But when I feel into, I get to do it, I want to do it. I know this is something that wants to come through me and will help a lot of people. Then it's a completely different energetic. It's a completely different come from. So this is about both building, building confidence and inspiring yourself. But again, that, that old limiting belief of not being enough and the shame that you're anticipating feeling if you put yourself out there is stopping you from doing the things that you want to do. And we have to stop letting shame prevent us from doing the things we long to do and want to do because that feeling of regret will be way more painful down the road than any initial judgment or rejection that you may endure. Can you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about your morning ritual. What else are the things that you could be doing on a daily basis that move you into the vibration, that move you into the energetic of being a health coach? Surrounding myself with the people on this who are in the same path as me and, you know, following the right people. Hmm. And not comparing along the way. Yes. And not comparing. <laughs> That's a big one. And I think also just trying to speak up more, especially when it comes to group settings and, and just being myself. Mm. Well, how about not trying? How mm. about doing And again, it may feel, you may feel nervous and your voice may be shaky, but that doesn't mean not to speak up. So really this comes back to what I was saying before about being seen. But if, if you hide and you play in the safe zone, then no one can ever find you. Mm -hmm. What is your area of health coaching that you're most passionate about? Where do you really want to help people? 
So that's the one thing that I kind of like was having a hard time deciding. I didn't know if it was if I wanted to do like fat loss or just help them with their acne. But I feel like bits of my story, my acne story is still something I haven't fully shared. Mm-hmm. And I guess it is because I still have some shame around it. Mm. But I feel like I just need to do it. Yeah. Well, part of how we heal shame is we bring it into the light. And is the shame because you still have some? Yeah. And I feel like it, even though it has improved a ton, I feel like I'm not at the point where I'm like, have the most perfect or clear skin. Hmm. And why do you think that actually could be inspiring rather than deterring to people? How could that actually be inspiring? Well, it's inspiring because I did have to do a lot of work and, you know, leave certain patterns in the past to get to where I am today. Mm -hmm. And what's inspiring is that you're still walking the road. You're not perfect. You're not unreachable, unattainable. You know, imagine someone that had really bad acne right now and they looked at you and had, you had crystal clear skin. They might go into shame themselves. So the fact that this is something that you've come so far on and you're still working through actually makes you even more qualified to deal with it because you're relatable to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. And you don't, you know, this is, Again, I think that that acne especially is something that carries a lot of shame for people, a lot of shame. And imagine the feeling that people, that someone would have seeing your story and going, I'm not alone and look how far she's come and she's not perfect, but what is perfect anyway? She's healthier. She knows what she's talking about. She's compassionate. I want to work with her. People generally don't hire people to work with on health, emotional things Mm -hmm. if they don't feel an emotional connection. When it comes to coaching, especially someone needs to feel a connection to you. They need to feel safe with you. And the container that you provide for someone, oh, Melissa, that matters so much more than how many pimples are on your face. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I bet because you have gone through this, you have an incredible amount of compassion. And that's, that's something that's so magical about shame. When we heal our own shame, when we bring it into the light, when we don't let our shame hold us back from what we love, then what happens is it transmutes, it transforms into tremendous compassion tremendous compassion for people who feel burdened by the shame that we used to experience. So my ask of you is, are you committed to transform the shame into compassion, the shame into service? Yes. Yeah. And when you feel into that, when you feel into, I'm ready and willing to transform this shame into compassion and service. How do you feel about quote unquote, putting yourself out there? What happens to your confidence level? 
I think it, it gets better and it gets easier. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Well, I've just noticed too, also just, you know, doing like little baby steps, like doing more videos on, on Instagram. Um, I do find it to be easier each time, even though it's, it's super scary to me still. Yeah. When I want to tell you something, I've seen you on video. I've seen you on Zoom. I have never once noticed acne. All I see is a beautiful young woman with so much light and love coming through her eyes, who is so willing and ready to learn and has so much to share. That's what I see. Thank you. And you can think about, let me ask you this. What has acne robbed you of? I think, you know, before my, my lifestyle changes, I used to party a lot. And I, and the reason was because, you know, I always felt different than my peers. Um, and I just didn't know how to handle my emotions. So I would take it out on partying a mm-hmm. lot. So it, probably the, the, all those years that I kind of don't remember, but yeah, but in the end I am grateful for it because it's brought me to, to where I am now. Well, let's look at that. So it robs you of belonging. It robbed mm-hmm. you of feeling like you had a place to fit in, a place to be you. And you had to numb yourself in order to get through. And it's time that, that the acne and all the stories that go along with it about not being deserving do not rob you of belonging anymore. And one of the ways that we find belonging in the world is stepping into our service. That's where we find our tribe, our like-minded people, the people that are ahead of us on the path that are our mentors, the people that are at the same place, which are our peers and the people that are behind us, not less than, but behind us that we can show the way. And so this is about belonging, feeling like you finally have a place where you can be you with no shame. Mm-hmm. So what do you feel in your body as I say that? I feel definitely more calmness. And I do resonate with what you're saying about meeting new people and starting to find your tribe because I feel like that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And now I just feel like I need to fully step into it. Yeah. Yeah. And saying fully step into it could feel scary to a part of you. So mm-hmm. you're just stepping into it moment by moment. You're doing a little something every day that moves you along the path that gets you into that radical self-acceptance and that action that aligns you with what you're here to do, that helps transmute that shame into service and compassion. Just little bits every day with lots of loving encouragement along the way. And when you notice old stories come up, old not enoughness comes up, what do you think you can do in those moments? I could try connecting to my inner child. And what would you tell her? Or your adolescent maybe? Yeah, I would tell her that she does belong even though she may have acne or no acne or she may have extra bloating or no bloating. You know, she's yeah. perfect just the way she is. How about we tell her that without saying the even though part? <laughs> How about we say to her, you belong, you are loved, 
you are perfect just the way you are. You have so much to share and we acknowledge her gifts rather than acknowledging acne and bloating. Because then it just brings that that attention to it. So I want to help you get out of the pattern of trying to justify what you judge because you're still putting awareness on what you judge. And I want you to instead celebrate your gifts. Mm -hmm. So try one more time. What could you tell her? That she belongs and that she's cared for and that she's safe. Mm. And what amazing things could you tell her? That she has a very playful energy that others want to be around and, and it's wanted in this world. Yes. And needed Mm -hmm. and needed. This is the time. And you know, my last coaches corners have been about this. This is the time where we need to lead. We need to step up. You know, you see, we're in a massive health crisis right now. And we need more health and thought leaders out there that are teaching people how to be healthy physically, mentally, emotionally. So you're needed, Melissa. You're needed. Mm -hmm. And I want you to focus more on the people that need you (laughs) than the few people that may judge you. Mm -hmm. Can you do that? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. And I want you just to complete this sentence. I am confident as a health coach because? Because my story and my knowledge are important Mm -hmm. and they're valuable. What else? I want you to sound a little more confident. (laughs) Because I've already helped a lot of people in my inner circle and I know others also need my help. Yeah. And I've helped myself. I've come a long Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Yeah. And myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There it is. Yeah. I believe in you. And now you just need to believe in you a little more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you so much to Melissa for your honesty and your vulnerability. I know that a lot of people, whether people want to start a health coaching practice or not, really can relate to feeling a lifetime of shame about something. Physical stuff is such a, oh, it can be such a shame builder, whether it's acne or being a certain size or the list goes on and on. I don't, I haven't really encountered hardly anyone who doesn't have some kind of body or physical shame. And it's a big one and it can put on a lot of masks. It can cause us to wear a lot of masks and it can rob us of so much joy and so much self-expression. And also usually the thing that we're most self-conscious about, people really don't notice, not as much as we do anyway. And if they do notice, they often don't evaluate us because of it. You know, I've never formed an opinion on someone because of their physical characteristics. And honestly, if someone does form an opinion about you because of something completely superficial, then do you really want that person in your life anyway? And that brings me into one of the first things I wanted to reiterate about what I was talking to Melissa about, which is, and I've said this before many times, We give our power away too much. We seek the approval of people that we actually wouldn't even want as clients, as friends, as boyfriends or girlfriends. I mean, seriously, but using Melissa as an example, does she really want a client who judges her because maybe her skin isn't completely clear? 
Does she really want a boyfriend who judges her because of X, Y, Z? No, no. So I ask all of you this, why are you fighting for approval from people who you don't even like? (laughs) I mean, seriously, you can't please everyone. I've learned that so many times over. You know, even you listening, I know that I don't please every single one of you in every single episode. And that has to be okay with me. And just because someone doesn't please you all the time doesn't mean you have to completely write them off either. We all can be way, way, way too judgmental of other people, mostly because we're judgmental of ourselves. And I have learned that as I've become way less self-critical of myself and way less judgmental of myself, I've become incredibly more compassionate to other people and way less judgmental of others. I'm just able to see they're in their stuff. And for any of you who want to put yourself out there in whatever way that you feel called to do it, please do. You are needed. We need more people of consciousness, of light, of love, being loud in the world. Too many people have loud voices that honestly shouldn't have a microphone. So get your voice out there. Get your voice out there and stop letting shame and fear of rejection and fear of judgment and that pick me, choose me, I want everybody to like me pattern get in your way because not everyone's going to like you and that has to be okay. But the people who do resonate with you, you're depriving them and yourself of the connection and of the service that can happen and of the magic that can happen because you're way too focused on avoiding the people that may not like you or may reject you. Stop falling into that avoidance trap. Stop wasting your energy, avoiding what you don't want and really go for what you do. The other thing I wanted to highlight is confidence. And I said this to Melissa, confidence isn't this feeling of, i totally got it. I have no doubts about myself. I know I'm going to nail everything that I do. No, that's not confidence. Confidence is one radical self-acceptance. I accept myself fully as I am. I, I like myself. I accept myself. Yes. Am I evolving? Am I learning and growing? Are there always things that I want to get better at? Sure. But that doesn't have to make me not confident. Confidence shouldn't be based on a someday kind of thing. It's the first thing. The other thing about confidence is it comes from doing. You can't feel confident about something until you do it for a while. So with Melissa, I just encourage her, get out there, do it. Keep coaching people. She mentioned that she has friends and people in her inner circle that she's helped. Good. Keep doing that. Write Instagram posts, do the videos. The more you do, the more confident you will feel. But if you sit around and wait to feel totally confident and totally courageous or wait until you think you can get the approval of everyone or wait until you have this perfect fill in the blank, then you're never going to feel confident because you're not taking any action. And that was the other thing I just encouraged Melissa to do, action, baby step after baby step, little things every day that she can do that gets her into that frequency and that vibration of being a coach. Because the more that she lives in that, the more it'll start to feel real to her, the more it will start to feel like her. And then a lot of these fears about not being enough and blah, 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 they'll start to go away because it will just start to feel like an expression of her highest truth. And finally, and this is for all of you, turn your shame, whatever you've been shamed about into compassion and service. Use it to feel the utmost compassion for people who are struggling, people who are dealing with shame. And 
serve. You know, you are uniquely equipped to serve people who feel shame in the ways that you do. You know, one of the things that I felt so much shame about was depression and anxiety and feeling not enough and feeling like I wasn't living into my expectations. And that makes me uniquely qualified to help people that experience shame about that. So your shame can transmute and transform into service, bring it into the light and serve. As I said a couple weeks ago, it's time for you to step up, to step up into the light, into the love, to use your voice, to not let your fear and judgment and a small group of people who may not like exactly what you have to say or may judge you or may reject you or whatever, stop giving them so much power. I have seen over and over and over again, when we really step into our gifts and shine our light, the universe always supports us. We are always watched over, protected. We got to own it. We got to, you know, meet spirit, meet the universe at the point of action and intention. We can't just expect the universe to come in and work miracles for us if we aren't stepping up as well. So you got this. You belong. You have a voice to share, whether it's with your family, your kids, your friends, or a bigger platform. Start living into the highest truth and expression of you. No more shaming yourself into not enoughness or not readiness. You got this. Sending you much love and many blessings, everybody. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Thank you.